welcome to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking on the subject of how to realize your dreams to own your own business. It's going to be an exciting podcast. I believe God's got some great plans for it. We're going to discover how to make our dreams come true and how them how they can become reality in our life. We're going to learn why some of our dreams seem never to come true. We're going to receive the five major steps to experience the fulfillment of our dreams. Understand why a dream takes so long sometimes to become reality. This podcast is filled with the hows and the whys and the when we are going to experience our dreams and when they will happen. You know, before we get into that though, we've got to pray and ask the Holy Spirit's guidance and direction. Now, I noticed in the previous podcast, I mentioned that I'd be talking about God's promises for our business, and I'll be talking about that in future podcasts, but I really felt led of the Holy Spirit to, at this time, discuss this topic of dreams, because most businesses come about because of a dream, and I believe we need to get a good handle on it and understand it. So let's just pray and ask for guidance and direction from our God and from the Holy Spirit to help us understand how those dreams can become reality. Father, thank you for this opportunity I have to bring this message at this time to those who are listening in. I am so excited about this entire series on business and dreams and and understanding how to see our business become reality. And I pray that you would bless it now. But Holy Spirit, now I need to step aside and invite you to come in and take complete control. I yield to you. I yield to your thoughts. I yield to your unctioning. I yield to your guidance and direction. I pray now that you would anoint and bring this podcast to a new level, Father, to help people out there searching for their business, for their dream, for the plans in their life, for their purpose in their life. And I I pray you're going to make those things happen in this podcast today. So once again, I submit to you and yield to you and pray that you would take over and take charge. I believe that many things are going to take place in people's lives. We're going to see and hear results of businesses that were birthed right after this podcast took place. I'm expecting that. And I'm believing for that. And I'll give you praise for it in advance and give you all the glory now. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. All right. Well, I hope that you're ready because I certainly am. You see, the Bible talks so much about dreams. There's many examples in the Old Testament and the New Testament dealing with the subject of dreams. Here's one to get started. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 19 says, it is pleasant to see dreams come true. Now that's a good way to start because when our dream comes true, it's like, wow. You know, when I was a young man, I mentioned before in podcasts that I wanted to be a professional bowler. And then one day when I was about 17 years of age, a man came to me and says, I'd like to sponsor you on the summer pro bowlers tour. And I was like, oh my goodness, this has been a dream since I was six years old and so excited about it. And I'm sure all of you had a dream. Maybe it was a dream to go to Disneyland, a dream to to marry the woman that you dated in school and thought this was going to be the woman you should be with for the rest of your life. And that dream came true. Whatever it might be, we live our life based many times on the dreams that we experience in our life. And there's nothing different about businesses because a business is a dream for most people. And the Bible has another scripture, I think, that will help us understand how to discuss this topic on how dreams come true in our business, found in Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse five. Too much activity gives you restless dreams. So now here we've got one scripture that says it is pleasant to see a dream come true. Well, that's great. And then another scripture that says too much activity gives you restless dreams. So we need to understand that dreams can impact our life in many, many ways. So we're going to get into that right now. And I believe God has something very special
special for us because he spoke to many people through dreams. And in my own life, that came to me that the dream of becoming a pastor was birthed in reading a book while I was sitting on a beach. And God gave me a dream that I had wondering, is someday could I become a pastor of a church? And that dream was fulfilled through just reading the life of someone else, a man named Smith Wigglesworth. So dreams are given to God's people for a purpose. There's a reason for it, and we've got to remember that. They do not come from God just to confuse us or to make us restless and make life miserable for us. The dreams may be something soon to happen in our life, or it may be something that's going to happen at a time in the near or distant future. Now, in my case, I had a dream to own my business as a teenager, but my dream did not happen until I was over 40 years of age. Now, if your dream is from God, and if my dream is from God, we must not give up upon it. We've not, we must not give it up. We need to hang in there and believe for it. A dream comes from God if it lines up with his word and his will for our life. We need to know when our dreams come from God because they can come from many different sources. Most Christians who experience their dreams of owning a business from basically from some people, some other people that they trust, they, their dream comes true because they're looking at somebody else doing something that they like or think they'd like to do and that dream can come through that experience or that relationship. It could be a business that you're looking at that you think would be a lot of fun, something you just enjoy doing. But regardless of where the dream comes from, we must pray for wisdom and for clarity and for guidance from the Holy Spirit before acting on that dream. I'm going to repeat that very, very carefully now. We must pray for wisdom. We must pray for clarity and for guidance from the Holy Spirit before we just jump into doing that dream. I believe that dreams seldom come into someone's life where they just immediately quit their job, just absolutely at the end of the day say, I quit. I'm not coming in tomorrow. I'm going to fulfill my dream tomorrow. And they just go for their dream. That's a very dangerous thing. I've heard stories of people who've done that, but I don't think it's the most realistic way to do it. I really don't think it's God's plan for doing it. And the many examples that God gives in his word about dreams shows that many years and even decades went by before the dream that God put in their heart really became reality in their life. You see, just jumping into that dream without doing some work and some due diligence, it's risky. It shows a lack of patience and it does not give us an opportunity to pray and to seek counsel or wait on the Holy Spirit for guidance and direction. You see, a quick decision to start a business or, or start a dream that you have for a business puts us in a dangerous place. You know, we must do that due diligence. We must take that time and, and check things out and investigate things and make sure that our dream is something that can become reality in our life and that we can take those steps and those, those directions that we need. You see, the Bible tells us many times, and I've used this example when talking about business, the Word of God tells us many times that, that God wants us to plan our ways. In one particular scripture, it says, a man plans his ways, but God directs his steps. And so planning our ways can be part of our dream and seeking out the dream in our life. Now, some want to jump into a business right now, but then some wait for years, even decades, to get that business started, to have the dream that they had get started in their life, just like in my case. In the Bible, we see and read about Joseph and his dream to be a great leader and that people would come to him for guidance and direction. He was a young man and had to go through many, many challenges and difficulties in his life before his dreams became reality. The dreams that I've had, I was placed, uh, it were placed in my life when I was a young man by my grandmother. Of all things, I was a 10-year-old kid when my grandma would take me out for drives and she would look at property and say, what do you see? And I'd say, well, I see weeds and I see dirt. And she'd say, no, 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 no. You have to look at that land and dream about it and see a shopping 
shopping center or see a grocery store or see apartment buildings and and see that that could take place on that land. She was a dreamer and she had many of her dreams come become reality in her life because when she and I, her and I would drive around, she was casting the vision to me, casting the dream to me. It, it caused me to, to, to think about it and dream about it. I carried those dreams around until after I got married. And then my wife and I, when we got married, she knew that I had a dream. I had a dream to have a home building company. I wanted to have a company called Dave Friend Homes. I thought that sounded nice. I know it wasn't very creative. You know, I could have had some super name like Super Homes or whatever it might be, Executive Homes or whatever. But I just felt I wanted Dave Friend Homes. I thought that would be something that would be wonderful. And we got married and I was a banker and I stayed with my job as a banker and put a lot of years into it, 15, almost 16 years in the banking business. And then one day, my wife and I were sitting down. This is a great discussion. We're sitting there and I said, honey, what do you want to, what do we need to do for the rest of our lives? We were married. We had two children by that time. I had a wonderful career at the bank. I thought, this is great. And she looked at me and she said, I know you have a dream and I know that you want to see that dream become a reality, but I know you're protecting the family and protecting me and providing for us and you want to do it safe. And, and we were both Christians, believers, and we were praying and asking for guidance and direction. But she just said one day, she said, you know, I want you to see your dream come true. And I said, well, sweetheart, you're my dream. And she said, yeah, right. You know, I was just kind of kidding with her a little bit, but she was my dream lady that I had met and I married her. And it's been a dream uh, come true just to be married to her and have two wonderful children and now six grandchildren. And life is good and God is good. But she looked at me in that conversation and she said, I don't want you to grow old. And someday as a little man sitting across the table from me, looking at me and saying, you know, someday I wish I would have some sometime in my past had my dream and did that home building business and see that dream come true. She says, I don't want you to do that to your life. So if you think this is the time, let's just go for it. So we prayed and we asked for guidance and direction from the Lord. And you know, it wasn't, but honestly, just a few months that I resigned my position at the bank and I was going to go off into business. And it's interesting, all kinds of opportunities came. Other banks came to me and said, we want to ask you to be president of our bank, or we want you to come and be the director of lending at our bank. And those things started surfacing and it was trying to rob me of my dream. But my dream was to be a real estate developer. And so I joined forces with a man and we did business together for a few years. And then after that, I broke away from him and we started that company called Dave Friend Homes. That was a dream that took years to take place. Remember, I said it, it was kind of birthed in my heart and in my mind at about the age of about 10 years old when my grandma spoke to me about building things on property. And that was there. And, and then all the things that took place in my life, but I got a good, solid, steady job first, took care of my family first, made sure that they were taken care of, went to church, was faithful in church, waited on the Lord to see this thing, you know, come to pass. And then all of a sudden, one day there it was, and it was so exciting when we bought a little bit of property. We Well, we got it financed and got a, bit, a piece of property and we had a big sign put on there and the sign said, Dave Friend Homes. It just did something in my heart. It just fulfilled something. It was so special. And, and my wife felt the same way. Our kids felt the same way. We were all blessed of God. And that was a great business that we did for about 20 years. And I thank God for that. Well, let's move on. You didn't tune in today just to hear all my stories. So let's get into some other stuff. So following here are some steps. I'm going to give you five steps to take in order to know when or how our dream, you know, may become reality. 
I could I could give you really dozens of steps, but I've kind of spent some time thinking about what would be several key steps that you can actually get a hold of. I can't give you, you know, 39 steps to success or some 33 steps to getting your business, but I can give you five that you can get into your mind and into your heart. And so let's, uh, let's go through those right now because I believe these will make a difference in your desire to see your dream come true to have your business, whatever that business might be. Well, step number one, know that it's God's will. Now, some people say, well, that's easy to say, but not under not easy to understand. And, and I have to agree with you. Sometimes it's not easy to understand God's will in our life. Well, God's will will come through many different things. One can just simply be by having peace. Because I've always believed when I ask God for something and I want to know that it's his will, I want to have peace in my heart that it's right with God. You know, anytime I talk about knowing God's will, I have to go back to when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he wanted that challenge he was going through, that horrendous beating that he knew he was going to take the next day, that he was going to be crucified, and the beating that he would take, and and the embarrassment, and the the ridicule, and what he had to go through was coming. And he said, Lord, take this from me. But instantly he said, no, but not my will, thy will be done. Well, you know, that's got to be who we are. Now, we're not Jesus, but we are his children, and we have the power of Jesus living in our life. So when we're seeking God's will, we need to be able to stand up and say, Lord, not my will be done, but thy will be done. And he will speak to us as we read his word, as we seek counsel from other people. He will speak to us as we pray. He'll give us opportunities to see that dream, maybe one step at a time, come become reality. But we've got to know it's God's will. And the only way we'll truly know that is when we're at peace in our heart about it. And we have the peace, what the Bible calls the peace that passes all understanding. And that peace will guard our heart and guard our mind in Christ Jesus. So the first step, I believe, in knowing that your dream is on track for your business is to know that it's God's will for your life. All right, step number two, understand the risk versus the rewards. I'm going to repeat that. Understand the risk, that's R-I-S-K-S, the risk and the rewards in any business because that's how business operates. Now, let me explain a little bit. Risk is a list of challenges. You really should take a piece of paper. I'm big on this. Take a piece of paper or get on your laptop now and write down all the negative things about having a business. It's risky. It's challenging. You don't have the money you need. It's going to be a lot of hours. And just go on and on and on. Write challenges that you're facing. Those are the risks. Those are the things that might happen. You could lose your house. You could lose your car because you're not making enough money to make the payments. And those are pretty heavy ones. But bottom line, we need to make a list of the risks involved in this particular desire to have a business. And on the other side of a piece of paper or on your laptop, then make a list of the rewards, making more money, having more time to yourself, being able to go places and travel, buy a nice home, a nicer home, a nicer car, put your kids through education, through college. So there's there's got to be a list of those things that there are. There's a risk to having a business, but there are rewards. Understand them and don't claim that, well, I, I look at all the failure side of it, the, the bad parts of it, the risk that you're taking, but look to the good side, the rewards you're going to take. So it's so important to understand them though. A lot of people go into business they never evaluate the risk, totally evaluate the risk involved and the rewards. They go into it only thinking about the rewards and realizing it's just going to be go, go, go. I'm going to make a lot of money and everything's going to be wonderful. Hopefully you will. But bottom line, we've got to understand the risk and we've got to understand the rewards that will come from those risks. All right. Verse number three, have patience and follow Proverbs 16 verse nine. Man plans his ways. Remember I mentioned this earlier in in this podcast, but 
the Lord directs his steps. You see, one of the important things about seeking your dream is having patience. Now, forgive me for the personal reference, but remember I said about the age of 10 is when I first felt that that dream started and I was around 40 years of age before that dream ever happened that I had my own business. That was three decades. Now, it doesn't have to take that long, but bottom line, we have to have patience for it. And during that patient time, the time that we're in that patient period, we're waiting upon God. We're praying. We're seeking. We're understanding what the business is going to be about, how we're going to get into that business, what it's going to do, how it's going to impact our life. So patience is your benefactor. Not having patience is something that's dangerous in going out and trying to see the dream come true of having a business. So I'm going to repeat that again. Have patience and, and listen to God's directions and let him direct our steps. Step number four, seek counsel from other Christian business owners who you trust. And I that's for, for very important to understand that. You may know a Christian business owner, but you want to be sure you can trust them to that you can share your thoughts and your dreams with them. Not everybody is happy about you being successful. Not everybody we talk to, even some Christians, are not going to be all filled with joy because you have a dream to have a business. A lot of them will, and that's wonderful. But make sure that you understand that when you're seeking counsel, you want to talk to people that you trust and you have confidence in, and you should take your thoughts to those who have businesses like the one that you're interested in having. You know, not only should you get counsel from other Christian business owners, but we should also take our thoughts and our dreams to those who have a business which is like the one that we want to have. I know in my case, forgive me again, but this is things that I went through. I was a banker when I had a dream to be a home builder. And so I started financing home builders. And so I would go to lunch with men who who had home building companies. And I would talk to them. Not that I wanted to go into business, not that I was going to be their competitor, but I would talk to them about their business and understand how it worked and what they were doing. And I was doing what we call due diligence, the time that I need to take to understand what I was getting into. And I was basically getting counsel and direction from these people. And it was really a blessing, a great blessing. And that took several years to seek counsel from other people and then understand exactly how things were going well with them and what the challenges were. They would teach me in their business what the risk was and what the rewards could be. So those are things that we need to do in taking a step to understand that we can continue to seek the fulfillment of our dream to have our own business. We need to talk to friends that we trust, friends that won't make jokes of us. I remember when I told some people that I was going to leave the bank and that I wanted to be a home builder. It was funny. My close friend said, well, whatever you want to do, you'll be good at it. And I thought, well, that was nice. That was a nice thing to say. And they just moved on their way and I was going to go do my thing. But there were other people that said, you've got to be kidding me. You're going to give up a steady business. You're a full vice president. Your career is just going great. Your salary is guaranteed. You have a great future. There's a great plan. You'll have a great retirement. And how could you possibly even think about having a business and taking all that responsibility on your own? And then there were a couple family members who basically thought, I was crazy. I mean, how can you do this? You have two children and a wife to take care of and and you've got a mortgage on your house and how can you just give all that up and go into a risky business? Well, that's why I said, talk to friends that you trust. Talk to people that you, quite frankly, hope they'll speak positively into your life. Now, there's nothing wrong with getting a little criticism or maybe some guidance and direction, but not everybody's going to be happy about us having a dream to have a business and that's okay. That's just fine. That's going to happen. So I want you to to remember it's so crucial to understand that when you seek counsel from other people, that you talk to people that you can trust and friends and business people that will have confidence in you. And and remember, you're going to catch a lot of flack. You're going to get positive comments. You're going to get a lot of negative comments. But regardless of whatever, remember, you're on a plan. You're going to be patient. You're going to trust 
God, you're going to be sure it's God's will, and you're going to expect these things to come up against you, but it's important you go through those steps to seek counsel from other people and get help. And and then another thing you should do in step number four is to make a good relationship, start to establish a good relationship with a banker. You get them to, them to understand who you are and what you do and what your dreams are. And just, just get to know that banker because you may need that banker someday to help finance that business. You might want to find someone who's a CPA and get to know them. That's a certified public accountant, someone that understands finances and balance sheets and taxes and those things and get to know them and understand how these things work. Get online and, and research things and just fill yourself with information and do that seeking of direction and advice and, and store up a plethora of, of information that you that'll help you develop your plan for your business. And another person you should know is have an attorney. Find an attorney that you know. And if you, I'm not saying you're going to hire all these people and pay them a lot of money, but you just get to know them. Maybe they're in your church. That's a great way to meet people. You're not asking for freebies, but but take someone to lunch, take them to coffee and say, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, you, you got any thoughts on that? And they may be very helpful and they may not be, but those are the steps that we need to take. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are led of God. Well, we need to take some steps and we need to live a godly life. And we're going to wait, wait, wait and see and see how God will lead those steps and direct us. Okay, step number five, gain the knowledge required to run your business and prepare your finances to be ready to do that. So there's a couple of things. I could have made them steps five and six, but I'm going to consolidate them. Let me kind of review this. Step five, gain the knowledge required to run your business. Okay, that's that process I've talked a little bit about before, but there's a lot of things that we need to get into our heart and mind and gain that knowledge. One way to do it is go to work for someone else in a business that you would like to have someday. You will gain a lot of knowledge. If you want to be own an automobile repair shop, then you ought to be a mechanic for a while. You need to understand what that's like. And and th- that, that may be simple to some of you, but people don't do that. They'll they'll fix their car one day and maybe repair something else and say, oh, I want to own a mechanic shop. I'll just hire great mechanics and I'll have a great shop. There's a lot of work that needs, needs to be done before you can take that step. And so remember, it takes a lot of steps, a lot of planning, but God will guide and direct them all. In addition to getting the knowledge you need, you need to get prepared financially. A lot of people are not, well, matter of fact, most people are never prepared financially for going into a new business. I can tell you that. I've taught in prior podcasts that the two major reasons that businesses fail is for a lack of knowledge of their business and secondly, for a lack of finances to support their business. So you got to get your finances in order. We all need to get our finances in order in order to be prepared to start that business because when that dream comes up and that that re, that opportunity comes, you need to be prepared financially and with all the knowledge that you need to actually run that business. We need to get a lot of information in our hearts and our minds. I want to stress a little bit more about the financial side of it. You know, you, you can't just to say, I'm going to start this business and I'll figure out a way to make it happen because Uncle Larry's going to give me some money and then my mom and dad probably pop a little money in my pocket or banks will open up the doors. Let me just tell you this about trying to get money. When you need money, that's the most difficult time to get it. It's when you don't need money is when people are willing to give it to you. Now, as a banker for many, many years, I would tell people sometimes, come to me when you're not in great need of money so that I can work with you, so I can prepare you so that you won't have a great need for money. Your financing will already be in place. And I was basically said to me because you'll discover that when you are really in great need for money, there's t- many times the bank is not going to loan you money at that time. So get your finances prepared, get it in order. 
make sure that you're not strung out and and have patience to do that and you you wait and see god will bless that and god will bless your preparation time and the time that you've put all that efforts and guidance you know into it so i i think i'm going to wrap up this podcast right now there's a lot of things i could talk about but i don't want to ramble on and then let that rob the following podcast of what we're going on so just a quick review then of what we've talked about today the name of this podcast once again is how to realize your dream to own a business we've talked about that dreams are in the word of god they're given to us find that dream write it down determine what you need to do and get get a plan going get ready to go after it you need to know that it's god's will be sure that that you understand it's god's will understand that there's going to be a risk involved there's going to be rewards involved and be careful not to just focus on all the rewards i can get this i can get that i can do this i'll get that that's great those are things to write down but those are things that may not happen right away most likely will not happen right away understand that it's going to probably take more hours and longer work to run your own business than to work for someone else i've had people when i was a banker come to me and say you know i'd like to know why i'm not making enough money when i was working for another institution or another company i made more money then i worked a lot less hours and my hourly rate was a lot better than what it is running my own business and i would ask them then why did you get into business well it's because i always wanted this and i always it was my dream to have this business and i i would tell them well isn't a dream more important than just to make money and so we've got to understand the risk and the reward related to having a business and and understand there's a good and a bad and understand there's going to be a lot of hard work but the reward should be great for you if you just keep on keeping on we got to understand that we need to have patience and that we plan our ways but god directs our steps we got to remember that when we have a business we've got to get counsel got to get lots of counsel a lot of understanding we need to know that we need to know that business inside and out i mean that inside and out and be prepared for it you'll learn a lot when you get your business but you need to have that working knowledge when you go in and as another reminder remember the two reasons that businesses fail is one for a lack of knowledge and the other one is for a lack of finances so prepare yourself in the knowledge you need but also prepare yourself for the finances that you're going to need to be able to set that business up to accomplish that business and see what's going to take place well i hope that this has been a blessing to you i i feel like it went by really fast is it just me but it just seems like so much to say in so little time but i have a whole series that i spoke on dealing with dreams and i know it relates to having a dream for a business so if you'd like to go back and check out some of my other podcasts i'll give you an explanation soon how to get to that but i've done a preparation of messages on dreams on preparation one was entitled preparation to receive your dream another one was dream again for financial prosperity dream again for the future reactions to your dreams enjoy the journey to your dream why dreams may not come true and put god first in our dreams and why we must dream big and to call forth our dreams how to build a foundation for our dreams learn to wait on our dream my goodness i didn't realize i did so many how god fulfills our dreams avoid roadblocks to our dreams never say never to our dreams and never give up on your dream so there's a lot of stuff there and if you'd like to listen to those podcasts on dreams i believe it'll help you in your challenges and your endeavor to have your own business and have a dream for a business and i think they'll be a blessing to you and their podcasts that were done about six months ago from this date and so they're about i'm doing podcast number 223 right now and the podcasts that i was just reading you from were done in podcasts like 165 to 182 or something like that so with that i hope they'll be a blessing to you so i'm going to close this up and i'm going to pray and ask god's blessing on your life as you seek the dream for your business
goodness. Father, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. I pray blessings would be upon those who are seeking their dream of having a business, that you would help them and they would seek you and that it would be something, Lord, that you would bless them with, Father, and it would be your will for them in their life. I'll thank you for that now and give you praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Once again, I hope you receive something out of this. If you'd like to learn more about quality Christian living, you can do that by going to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull that up, the front page will have a link right on the front of it showing you podcasts. You can click click onto that link and podcast and go directly to the 223 podcasts that we've done on a whole plethora of different topics. We've talked about faith. We've talked about blessings. We've talked about healings. We've talked about spiritual and financial prosperity. I've talked about the gifts of the Spirit. And it just goes on and on because that's what Quality Christian is all about, living a quality Christian life. And we're talking about all the topics. You know, I was a pastor for 20 years and every week they expected a new sermon on a different topic. And so when I did that, it's something I believe that blessed our congregation. In addition to that, when you're on my webpage, you can see that I've written a few books and you can just scroll down on my webpage and get some more additional information on that. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can subscribe to this and make quality Christian living a part of your life. Well, we're going to be continuing this series on businesses and our next podcast is entitled How the Promises of God Are for Your Business. After I'm done with this entire series on businesses, I'm going to do a series of podcasts on the promises of God. And that in that preparation down the road here, I was looking at that and I thought, you know, this applies to business. So before I close out this series on business, I want to do at least one podcast on how the promises of God really can relate to our business. And so we're going to get into talking about how God refers to us as his prized possessions and he also loves us and plans for us and wants us to be successful. So we'll get into that and I believe it'll be a blessing. I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm going to have to close out this podcast because I've run out of time. So with that, I just want to close with these words. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you and may your dreams for your business become reality. Thank you once again for listening in Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. This has been podcast number 223.